Hi, welcome to Baker Rangers. Welcome to Baker Rangers Movie Talks. This is a place where we can talk about movies, movies we love, obscure movies, um, and have a good time. So today, I am here with my guest from Zero to Hero Podcast. I guess the bulk, you could say, of the bulk of the Skull Podcasting, and that is Mr. Jimmy. I'm number one. I'm number one. <laughs> no, it's it's all good. Uh, I'm the more interesting the brothers, uh, and uh, uh, yeah, I'm gonna go with that. I'm the more interesting the brothers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so our, our last episode was me talking with Billy about the Turbo Power Ranger movie, and you heard all the ramblings, a lot of rambling that night on that. Huh. But tonight we are talking about Power Rangers 2017 movie. Ooh, yes, I like this movie. Which, I'm gonna get that out here now. I like it a lot. It's a fun movie for me. So uh, I got a lot of good things to say and some bad things, but a lot of good things to say. Yeah, it, it, I guess it can be divisive uh, depending on who the Power Ranger fan is because you have traditionalist wants it to be exactly like the show, mm-hmm. uh, which is nothing it needed to be. Um, oh, there yeah. are there are things to nitpick. Like I love it and I was wanting it to to continue, but it didn't. So. Yeah. Um, you got uh, that nice little high school, uh, <laughs> high school breakfast club kind of feel to it. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, well, we can uh, we dive into it whenever you're ready. Yeah, let's 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 dive. Um, right. I don't think it's too too cold outside to go swimming yet. So right, okay. Uh, so uh, real like quick, we'll get the boring stuff of the way and kind of why why the movie happened and kind of what happened with it and you know get that knocked out. So the. The 2017 Power Ranger movie came around because of the the, the reboot from Saban when picking back up Power Rangers from Disney, and they it kind of took off with Samurai, uh, Power Ranger Samurai, and then Dino Charge, Dino Charge, uh, Super Dino Charge, Super Samurai, and all that series in that at that point in time. So they're like, well, we need a movie because Transformers got some movie. Everyone else is getting a movie. GI Joe got a movie. We need a movie too. So they got a bunch of people together to make the 2017 movie. And they're like, we can't do the campy movie again <laughs> because we did that twice and it didn't really work. And uh, I think at this point, Dino Charge is already in production. And so like, we can't do campy again. We kind of kind of stick more along the lines of a character driven series or movie. And so we got what we got. And for what, what they spent, they spent a hundred million dollars of this movie. They made $148 million, which is eh, not great. <laughs> Uh, for for like any anyone else, that would have been amazing. Like that paid all the bills, done, cool, awesome. But for Saban, they like money, and I don't blame them. They like money, and so it wasn't good enough to make a sequel. But we did get some really good things out of it. So like the writer, the guy who wrote it, uh, wrote uh, Kong Skull Island. <laughs> he was one of the writers for that, and uh, the guy who directed it directed um, what was it called? Uh, Atlas. Uh, Oh, I know what it's called. Give me a second. I know uh, Dean. Dean uh, is Dean, Yeah, he directed Al- uh, Project Al- uh, Almanac. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, Project. I, I yeah. haven't actually seen that one. It's okay. It's like that really good teen movie, but like you could tell that they were underfunded. <laughs> so it, that's kind of where they got the idea for the Power Rangers because like you saw that movie, like this guy could do it. And so they hired him on and it's part of the, he's part of the Lionsgate company. And so Lionsgate was like, yeah, this guy's going to be perfect. He's going to knock out of the park. Don't worry about it. We got it. And for the movie we got, he did a good job. Like he did a pretty solid job and fair enough. <laughs> 
And uh, Saban even had Toho people come on. So the people who originally made Power Rangers, uh, Super Sentai, he had Toho people come on and give direct uh, advice on the suit design, on Megazord, on the, not the story, because the story is going to be entirely American. So he even had them come on, which was awesome. Like they went out of their way to do a lot of stuff for this movie that you would not think they would do. And you're just like, what? <laughs> because you saw the other two movies, they were, eh. <laughs> Yeah, or if you see the the show, like it's it's kind of they 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 are very conservative on their budget. Yeah, so. <laughs> very conservative. So, uh, they they got it. They made they made some money. They didn't make enough to justify a sequel, and we 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 got this one movie, and that was. And to be fair, I'm happy we got it. I'm really happy we got it. So, yeah. Anything you want to say about this, Ben? Yeah. Well, it's, it's your show. <laughs> Yeah, this is my turn on my show to, uh, to talk about something. Uh, no, it's fine. Um, but uh, um, no, I loved it, and and uh, I, you know, I think because of the popularity of that time of the legacy line of the toys, mm-hmm. kind of going into its like 2017 was probably the biggest year for the legacy yeah. line. Uh, so uh, there's already a popularity with you know bringing back like Mighty Morphin. So I'm sure whenever they had talks about you know, what do we need to do in a, in a Power Ranger movie? Let's just bring the Mighty Morphin elements back into this um, and and just kind of tell a different story, a more, I guess, a grittier, grittier story, more down-to-earth than um, perfect kids that never do any wrong. Yeah. So, but, no, I, I loved it. Uh, a lot of, a lot of fans, some fans don't because... Again, there's, there's a couple fans who just despise this movie and because it's not the camp value movie. No. And I went into this movie expecting a C minus movie, and I loved every minute of it. I went to see in theaters the weekend it came out, uh, and I was just like, I, it blew me away because like I was expecting a C plus movie, maybe C minus, C minus, C plus, right in that area, seventy percent movie, and uh, it's a B plus, minimum B plus, A minus kind of movie, right in that area. It's a little gritty, it's a little too dark, but I don't care. It was fun. I liked it. I- I'm a guy who defended Turbo. <laughs> I liked it. It's a fun movie. Uh, and the actors did a great job. Uh, there's only one actor I didn't really care for. It's Becky G. She didn't really belong in the movie, but yeah, I, I've got that, some, I, yeah, I've got some reservations on, on some things on not the Trini character. It is Trini character, but it's not the Trini character at the same time. It's, yeah. It's, it's so, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, uh, the production value was through the roof. They, they, they really went all out on it. The suit design, this suit design, all right. This is the one that has a cosmic piece in the middle of their chest and stuff, and like the helmets. And I know you saw toys. Everyone's like, listen, just saw the toys, and like these toys look kind of dumb. All right, the Megazord looks kind of dumb. All right, and I know everyone thought this, but in the movie, these suits and this Zord look freaking awesome. I was like, oh, this is gonna be the stupid. Because I, I saw the production stuff for the movie when it was coming up i was watching it and like you know because i'm a huge nerd i'm a huge pr nerd and i was watching it and i was like okay let's see what this looks like and they, they had a suit reveal uh one of the one of the scenes the one where he's uh jason saving his dad all right they had a suit reveal for that scene and that scene only only for jason and like you saw kind of the the blueprint for the suit and i was like oh this is dumb <laughs> this is gonna be so dumb it's gonna be the worst thing possible and then the, the first trailer dropped where they're walking out of the command center fully suited I was done. I was sold. It looked amazing. I was like, okay, they, they put work into this and that looked freaking awesome. I'm watching this movie. 
I kind of think opposite. Like, I don't think that there's, it's stupid. I, I, yeah, my, my biggest reservations for this movie are the suits and the Zords. Mm-hmm. However, it, like it's, it's not movie breaking. Uh, yeah. It, you're not going to go home and sit there and be no. all mad about it. You can no. be like, yeah. It, it, like if it if it's with the movie, like if it's with the uh, the the look that they're they're, they're going for, yeah. I just kind of wish there was like more black in the suits. It seems like it was more yeah. just straight color, uh, so maybe yeah. that's what it is. Is is yeah, but there's not uh, a lot of contrast with it. Like, yeah. like I I like the contrast with the 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 armor pieces and then the underlayer armor, like the underlayer skin suit, which is really cool. And like the the I think that looked good, but that's also my personal opinion. I think that looks wicked awesome, but. Like everyone has their own opinions on it, and they could use a little more black. They had the black visor, but that was the only part that was black. But I did like that cosmic look in the middle of her chest. Oh, that was so weird looking. Ah, oh, that was it was cool. Space. And uh, we we got Brian Cranston as the Red Ranger. The original Ranger. <laughs> Malcolm's dad was the Red Ranger. <laughs> Malcolm's dad. <laughs> well, he he's like ingrained into into Power Ranger lore because mm-hmm. uh, you know he, Billy Cranston's voices, yeah. named after him. Like yep. even even when Saban tried to uh, try to make Bioman into Power Rangers, mm-hmm. uh, Billy Cranston was a character in, yep. in that in that show. because so. uh, uh, because Brian Cranston has been doing a lot of voice work. He did, yeah. he started his career off in voice work, yeah. and he he did like what seven, eight, nine monsters on season one alone. Did he? Something I thought like he that. only did yeah. like two. He did a bunch of monsters. He did a lot of voiceover work for Saban. He did a lot of voiceover work uh, in Power Rangers, uh, VR Troopers, and some Beetleborgs. And so he he was he's been with Saban for a while. So he's he's known him. They've all known each other. You know, it's industry. They've all known each other for a while. And he's one of the best voice talents there was for a long time. It still heck, it still is. Well, like, Saban, you, you know, wrote a lot of the uh, theme songs from a lot of those '80s uh, cartoons. Mm-hmm. So. Yep, Saban. Yep, uh, Saban and um. Uh, uh, yeah, Levy. And then the Wasserman came along for uh, the Power Rangers theme song, which kind of gave that real good edge, like metal edge to it. Mm, that yeah. was... It's, it's still it's still beautiful. Probably it's one of the, the greatest uh, theme songs, child yeah. or adult. Right? Uh, but yeah, so we, we got we got good talent for this movie. And one of the, like, one of the big things we got, we, we got, we got Brian Cranston, who was fantastic. Okay? We got Elizabeth Banks, who played Rita, and she did not belong in this movie. She was far better than this movie needed to be for Rita. <laughs> like, okay, do you remember watching Ragnarok, right? Yes. Okay, and Hella, the, the lady who played Hella, was just over the top. And it was a lot of fun. Right? Same concept. Exact same concept. She was way over the top. Oh, so much. She ate the scenery the entire time. Every scene she was in, she was the main focus of that scene, and it was beautiful. Like she deserves so much more than what we can give her as a power of Vita Rita. Like she was a perfect Rita, and like way over the top, and I loved it. Like I feel like she watched the show. And was like I could do that. <laughs> Let's do this. Yeah, and, she is. She like really kind of just put her whole self into that role. Oh, everything, and it was <laughs> the goal. I need gold. <laughs> it was just over the top and it was great. I loved it. Oh man, it was it was so dumb. I loved it. And she was great. And then uh we got uh we got uh the bad guy from Stranger Things, uh as Jason, Darcy, uh Darcy uh Martin Martin Granny, Martin Grammy, uh, whatever. Yeah, something like that. 
the bad guy from season two and three of uh, Stranger Things, uh, or AKA hot, uh, the hot lifeguard, uh, come back as Jason. And he was great. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, he did great. Yeah. And he's British too. So, like, mm-hmm. you know, you can kind of tell really... a little bit yeah. the accent comes through just a little bit, but dude, he's like 25, 26. It's not perfect, but it's good. And then uh, Billy, the guy who plays Billy, RJ, RJ uh, Siler, that was perfect. He was the heart and soul of the movie. That that was that was amazing. He he nailed every scene he was in. And I know, okay, so I know a lot of people on the spectrum. So like autism spectrum and stuff. And he nailed how they act. Like he nailed it. He understood like, and apparently he went through and like talked to a bunch of people who had autism and like figured out kind and like took a bunch of different classes, talked to different people. And he wanted to portray autism properly in a movie because up to this point, autism hasn't really been portrayed properly in a movie. Like you kind of had Rayman and he had like powder and some other movies like where people had, had autism, but it's not really portrayed correctly at all. It's always over the top. And Billy in this movie was autistic, but it's not over the top. It was just normal, but a little weird. <laughs> and it it was awesome. I loved it. And he was great. Oh, yeah. <laughs> those little back and forth he had with himself, like with the with the job. He's like, well, I know if I if I don't make it, Mom's gonna be alone. And you know she can find another guy, but who's gonna find like who's gonna find her? I'm not gonna be around. <laughs> no, no, he he was he was the glue that put this movie together. Honestly, I think if it wasn't for maybe the way he portrayed it. Um, it may have been like a C movie. Yeah. Um, uh, just it, it added, it added heart to the movie where mm-hmm. the other characters, even though they, they were great actors portrayed uh, characters as well. You just didn't care as much yeah. about the other characters as, as you did. for Like the Jason and Billy, like they're back and forth the entire movie and like growing on each other was perfect. And then like, um, Okay, so I, I, I'm like a little far into the weeds here. Even the comics. Okay, so there's a comic called Aftershock that was right after the movie. It takes place about a week after the movie. The Billy character is even friends with Zach. Up to this point, Zach was always kind of the wild card. No one really knew what's going on with him. He was always a wild card. He, he took one of the Megazords out for a, a test spin and like ruined a bunch of stuff. I do have a point of contention there that I'm really bad about. I will get to later. <laughs> but... He takes, he takes the sword out, like wreck stuff. Okay, cool. Sure. And he was always a wild. No one cared, like no one liked him. Jason even got in a fist fight with him. And like in the comics, Billy is like talking to him and be like, hey, you know, you did good to like okay, so uh uh spoiler warning right now. And the comics, uh there's a there's a a, uh, a putty attack and they uh, uh a van falls into a pit and Zach's able to save everyone but one person. And Kimberly swings in and saves that one person, but Zach beats himself about it the entire time. And Billy realizes that he's like beating himself about it the entire time. It's like, hey, like, don't beat yourself. You did everything you could. You just, you couldn't do the last bit. And, you know, we're here for you. And Zach's like freaking out because like he's never lost anybody because he's afraid he's going to lose his mom and all this other stuff. So you can kind of see like the character development with this movie was fan freaking tastic. I loved every minute of it. And like Zach. Zach has one of the most heart-wrenching character developments in the entire movie. Because like you you, you see we'll get to this when we get to this. <laughs> we're going to go down the list, we'll yes. come back to this. We're we're going to we're going to talk about the movie. <laughs> Unless you want to talk about the you want to talk about actors, characters, movie, what do you want to talk about right now? Cuz I got I got all good to go. <laughs> uh, we can wow, we don't have a whole lot of time, but we we can we can talk about it. it. All right. But uh but we'll we'll, we'll stick with just kind of like the the movie overall now. Uh but 
We'll um, do a, we'll yeah. two later. Yeah. <laughs> we'll do a sequel, unlike this movie. <laughs> and we're going to be a Power Rangers 2017 Part Two. Uh, exactly. Uh, okay, but, so uh, yeah, we can we can kind of get into the movie. Yeah, yeah, because uh, yeah, yeah, or yeah. or keep on, keep on, keeping on. Um, so, but but I I I did love the the direct like the direction with uh, Dean Israel that you said. Um, yeah, and I, this is kind of the era of when they started for these big budget movies, like bringing in these um, directors that have directed smaller projects. Because mm-hmm. uh, the year before, you had Gareth Edwards and direct Godzilla, but with also with uh, Brian Cranston. In yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> but, well, you um, also, the next year right after that, you got Taika Waititi coming and directing Ragnarok. Mm-hmm. Right after that, and like, you know, small little budget when, movies come in and like just save the day. Well, these budget directors have just these moments where you're like, oh, I I didn't expect that. Cool. Yeah, because they're, they're involved with, with a smaller budget. You can't do a whole lot, so you you gotta you gotta, you gotta get creative. You gotta creative with with the characters, uh, with just you know maybe certain plot points that, that mm-hmm. twist and turn um, yeah. here and there. But uh, but they they can make some really good action movies. Mm-hmm. So. Oh, um, horror directors make amazing action movies, and uh, same thing Darn with uh, the writers. Yeah, some of the writers they, they they do great things for writing for these horror movies. Like the writer for this movie wrote Kong Skull Island. Like he was one of the writers for that movie, which is a great movie. All oh, movies fantastic. <laughs> I think I think it's it's probably the best of the month that monster verse. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, like it, it was one of the best ones. Yeah, and uh, J C Riley's in it. Oh my god. Okay. Well, the director be... of that is also going to direct the uh, Metal Gear Solid movie that's coming out. So I'm okay with that. I'm okay, cool. with that. So and okay. Oscar Isaac might be Salznick, but that's that's a that's an episode for another. I don't day. know that. That's <laughs> write that down. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay, so, I'm looking forward to that. But uh, yes. Um. So uh, this movie, uh, the 2017 movie, uh, it kind of starts off with this really, really, really bad joke, and like. Okay, well, technically, it starts off with Brian Cranston getting exploded with a meteorite, which is really cool. That was wicked awesome. You seeing Zordon be defeated, like he is losing badly, and I think that sets up this whole movie as no one like you can still lose this fight. I think that set the whole movie up, like set the pace, set the theme, set the kind of idea of no one's perfect, and you can still lose if you're not careful. And I thought that was great. And then we open up with this horrendous, <laughs> horrendous bull joke. Uh, and be... like, just, it, it, and like, Jason's like, funny. dude, no, bad. Let's just move on. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Which I thought that was the right kind of pacing <laughs> for that joke. Because like, it's a oh, bad joke. Yeah. And it's like, let it go. Let's go. <laughs> and you see Jason run away. What You know, he drives away. And so, and like leadership right there, like that that's the sign of leadership, like, hey, that was bad, drop it, let's go. Let's never talk about this again. Let's move it. Even though he's he, doing something illegal at Super the same time. super illegal. <laughs> <laughs> like stealing a mascot, stealing a cow. Come on, yeah. stealing yeah, stealing a bull. Uh it's but, not okay. the nineteen fifties where they let that happen all the time. I was like, no, not that's not the 1950s. You're not in college, buddy. You're still in high school. Yeah. You can't do that. <laughs> Only college kids can do that. <laughs> but so he gets he gets in a car wreck. And that ruins his entire football career. So, like, up to this point, Jason has been the football star of the city, like, of the town. Everybody knows him. Everyone knows he's the football star. And everyone knows what happened when he gets in his car wreck. 
everyone knows because even Billy's mom, who's like, Oh, it's Jason Scott. The first time she sees him because he's invited to her, her house. And like, she freaks out because everybody knows who he is. So you get to see uh, Jason's dad uh, actually be disappointed in his son because his son isn't living up to his dreams, like hopes and dreams, which was a fantastic plot point because you, you, you see, you, you never see this in the power to show. You never see, like you only see it once in a ninja uh, ninja storm where uh, Shane, you meet, you meet his older brother. Who's ashamed of his little brother who only wants to be a skater, not a businessman like he is. And then he finds out that he's a power ranger. It's like, Oh, you're doing good things. You're, you're getting there. You're going to be okay. It's we're all going to be okay. I thought that was a really cool scene. And they kind of pull that back in for this movie. We'll get to that when we get to that. But like you see his dad be disappointed. You see the anger in Jason about disappointing his father and like not be able to live up to it. Ah, Jason's a great character in this movie. And so uh then you, you get to the uh you get to the Breakfast Club scene with all detention, and uh the, the school bully is picking on Billy because Billy's weird and he has on the spectrum, he's a weird kid. And but he's not bad, he's just a weird kid. That's fine, whatever. Billy's picking on him. And Jason steps forward is like, no. We're not picking on this one kid's a little different. And he gives him the Will Smith slap. <laughs> Give him the slap, like bam. And did then you just slap Billy's me? sitting there like, did, did you just slap? Like uh, the guy's like, Did you slap me? It's like, yeah. <laughs> and like that was beautiful. Like it was a simple moment that just in uh dug this like deep trench of a friendship between these two people, like this this these two characters. And I think that still is a deal for the whole movie, is their friendship. It's the best part of the whole movie. Well, it also because... shows with uh, Jason's character that mm-hmm. even though you know he he does a lot a lot of this nonsensical stuff like stealing the rival school's cow mm-hmm. and stuff, he has morals. He cares about people. Yeah. He may not care about himself, but he cares about other. Right. He doesn't care what happens to him as long yeah. as his friends are okay. Because he he'll more take those extra days of detention or whatever else is going to come from that. He would have taken it, but there's a Finn Billy. Even though he didn't know this kid at all. Like, he kind of knew who he was because everyone knows each other in, like, these small towns. Everyone knows each other. He kind of knew who he was, but, like, he wasn't going to deal with this. No. Done. Bad. Bad. No. Bad. Move on. Yeah, he then, didn't uh, even turn in his uh, milkmaid friend. Um... No, didn't. Not one bit. Didn't turn in anyone. He took sole responsibility for the entire incident. So, great class of leadership right there. And so, you, you we also meet Kimberly. In this scene, we meet Kimberly, uh, who is kind of a... Not a good person no, at all. Not at all. No. no. And like she cuts her hair, which I, I don't get why that's such a big deal, but high school, whatever. Cool. Go. <laughs> Whenever you're angry, just grab a pair of scissors, cut your well, then... I wasn't angry when I did this. So with those <laughs> that uh, don't see, I shaved my head the other day and I'm not a big fan of it, but yeah. hey wondering. man, it's low maintenance. You're good. <laughs> like you know how hard it is to keep this beautiful mane up for my fi- my, myself. It's ridiculous. <laughs> well, I can't grow mine out like that. So, sir, I wish sir, I sir. could grow. Uh, my beard okay. can grow. It grows all the way down to here. Well, you can do it. I believe in you. <laughs> but it doesn't grow like out. It just grows down. Mm. Oh, that's a wicked, wicked neck beard. I might just shave wait, this wait, wait. and grow my you, neck you... beard and see how. That See me grow the duck beard out, get the glasses on, and like I like to talk to you about powering. Yes, <laughs> yes. Jason's but, my favorite ranger. My my favorite ranger is Dustin. <laughs> <laughs> I just like that he got taller when he got the suit on. 
It shows no matter how small you are, you're still big on the inside. Uh, okay, back to this movie before movie. we get okay. way into this. <laughs> we will go way down to this rabbit yes, hole. Yes, if you want to see what we talk about, uh, actually, you can go check out the new episode up on YouTube. Uh, with Casey, the uh, conspiracy, Mighty Morphin conspiracy range, uh, conspiracy theory guy, uh, we get a lot of this Justin thing, and there's a lot more jokes. Uh, so if you want to check that out, go check that out somewhere. If you post it anywhere, links down below. I don't know where you're going to post it. And yes. so we get to see uh, Billy solve a problem for Jason because Jason's on ankle monitor, and so he needs to have a problem solved. Uh, he offers him a uh, an out for the ankle monitor to be able to change it and deal with stuff, and voila, done. And Jason's sitting there. He goes home and he sees his disappointment from his dad. He's like, I don't want to be here anymore. I need to leave. I can't be gone. But Billy offered me this out. So he goes, takes Billy's offer. And this is where you find out Billy's on the spectrum. Like, Billy's kind of on the spectrum. He's not a, he's 100%, but he's not 100%. Like, there's no wall. There's no filter there for him. So he just says everything comes out of his mouth. And oh, it's just so, I just want to give him a hug. Be like, dude, you're, you're friends. Like, like, my people dad love died you. seven years ago, however many months, however many days. <laughs> yeah, he like knew up to the minute and like, he loves country music, and that's such it's a weird, weird thing for him, apparently, but he loves country music. Okay, cool. And uh he's telling about this backstory of his dad, how his dad died, how his dad was a minor, and everything they found there was like super awesome. And then we find Zach and Trini, who don't really get a whole lot of screen time in this movie, but they like not a lot, but they get their story told, which yeah, is they, fine. They do because it's serviceable, but it's you know the main trio is going to be Kimberly, Jason, and Billy. That's what the main trio is going to be, and fine, <laughs> fine. So we we go into all this stuff. We 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 get to the mining stuff. Billy makes a big explosion. Everyone comes running, and they find the power coins, and they're in this rock. And Zach starts breaking up the rock to get these power coins out. And there's this uh great moment where zach's like i wonder how much these are worth i got mine and jason stops him is like no you didn't find these billy found these and that was like the moment you're like oh jason is the leader <laughs> like he's willing to take a stand against like everyone if it if, if it makes what's right mm -hmm. and so i i really like this i really like this jason billy dynamic in this movie if you couldn't tell i really do like oh this no no dynamic. it's it's very subtle <laughs> <laughs> okay but uh so we keep going uh they, they they get away they get this like car chase and then we find out they're actually superheroes because they get in a uh, car wreck and a train like a train car wreck that wrecks this van billy's mom's van <laughs> uh this is like back and forth with billy himself it's whole movie's fully back and forth because billy's on the spectrum he talks to himself a lot and so this is really nice back and forth he's like uh i'm sorry dad like oh He's talking to his dad with, to himself. He's like, sorry, dad, let's borrow the van. I didn't really tell mom to borrow the van. I didn't really tell mom anything about what's going on tonight. All this stuff. <laughs> it's just adorable that he's just ah, he's such a good kid. But it's a so, it's also a great way to bring out some of the exposition mm -hmm. in a in a in a yep. way that's that's like more funny, relatable. Yeah, it's kind of funny, relatable, and like kind of gets the point across yeah. that you know he's still a little bit of a bad kid too. <laughs> Or you don't have to explain so yeah. much because it kind of the movie kind of explains it. Yeah, and so uh, we we get this moment where Jason gets out of bed, and up to this point, so he was in a car wreck at the very beginning of the movie with he escaped from the the bull thing. He goes to the car wreck and he broke his knee, like he wrecked his knee, so he couldn't play anymore. That's the reason why he couldn't play because he hurt his knee. Should have said this a little while back ago, but then because you know I'm a little excited. <laughs> the brother's knee, and so he's getting out of bed, and like he sees the power coin sitting there, and he gets up, and his knee doesn't hurt anymore, and he's like, okay little weird knees are hurt and what's going on 
goes to the bathroom, breaks his sink. One hand, it breaks the sink. And the, the weird part about this whole thing is the fact the power queen follows him. So he leaves it in this bedroom and then follows him to the sink in the bathroom. That was weird, and I kind of get it. It's a little weird, but movie physics. <laughs> well, if if the coin can give you powers just yeah. by touching it and make you stronger and give you sol- more solid abs, yeah. then, you know, it can it can do a lot of things. To be fair, I'm sitting there watching this movie, and I'm like, all right, Jason. <laughs> Good morning. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and then we have Kimberly who breaks her phone because he's the, the girls are texting her, and she's not being a great person about it anyway, so rah, breaks her phone. Okay, so that's kind of the explanation going through that. Billy gets in a fight. He wins a fight. He becomes the most popular kid in school for like a good three minutes, which is great. Actually, he didn't even get to a fight. He was trying to Oh, he was just trying just to get away from the, the fight. The guy headbutts him yeah. and knocked himself out. Yeah, completely knocked himself out. So they go back to the, the reservoir, where uh, the mining place where they found the power coins. They, they make this leap of faith. And they find out they can run, jump, and do all those cool things. And they make this leap of faith. And Billy makes the last leap of faith. And he makes it. And he falls off. And you see the dread right in Jason's face as he falls because he just lost his only friend he had. <laughs> like, it's like I'm pretty sure, like up to that point, like I know they've only had like a couple of back and forth, but like up to that point, I'm pretty sure like he found solace in Billy because Billy understood. Like he he wasn't going to judge Jason for anything. Just a friend. That's what he was going to be. It's just a friend. And so you see the dread in Jason's face, like oh. <laughs> and Kemble, you didn't really see it in Kemble's face. And you see Trini in the back, just kind of like oh whatever, and just leaves. Like tries to book it. <laughs> And like Jason follows. <laughs> well, uh, well uh, Billy hits the water. Zach follows. He's nuts uh, for his backstory. And then uh, it just keeps going. And like they have to trick Trini into following them. And so <sighs> Trini, mm, just I'll get to that. We'll get to that. <laughs> uh, so uh, Trini's there, whatever, whatever. So we meet Bill Hader as Alpha 5. I think. Bill Hader's Alpha 5 is the best casting for Alpha I think I'm ever going to have. Because he is hilarious. The funniest guy in the room the entire time he's there. Funniest guy. <laughs> and you don't even and see his face. Uh, you just see him wink. Yeah. Well, <laughs> he's he's a, he's a fellow Tulsa native, so you know, <laughs> that that's kind of awesome. Uh, if you haven't seen him yet, and Barry, watch him in Barry. Uh, fantastic show. Three seasons, starting season three right now. Uh, as of today, season three just started. Uh, go watch that if you if you like Bill Hader. So I'm going to say about that. Go watch it. It's fantastic. So uh, you meet Zordon and Bill Hader as Alpha 5. So Brian Kent's a Zordon. Bill Hader is Alpha 5. Uh, you find out that the Power Rangers, and you find out that they can morph, but they can't. They, they can't at all. Like, all they can do is kind of stand there and look kind of silly. Because so they don't have it inside <laughs> yeah. them yet. Like, they, uh, there's like a physical wall at their body. Like, uh, like a chakra is being blocked with their bodies. They can't morph. But they have the power, but they can't utilize it yet there's no catalyst from the utilizer so they have to go to the pit and train the next day without any powers and so this really cool moment with the very end of the scene where they're, they're leaving from the the first time they meet zordon and alpha they're leaving and they're all sitting there outside waiting for uh jason because a jason's already showed like leadership with these people <laughs> so they kind of trust him b i'm pretty sure they're not going to admit to it but they're going to be like oh yeah he's kind of the leader right now like, he's the only one like confident enough to like lead us and then they couldn't figure out how to get away <laughs> they couldn't figure it out not even billy could figure it out he's like jumps back to the water <laughs> oh jump back to the water oh, and i was like i what did not think yeah. of that <laughs> <laughs> now uh, how did they get out from where they were because they were like a hundred feet down well 
so yeah, yeah like Okay, so like they, they fell through the water, they went down, and, they, and like gravity like was different in this place. So they jumped back through the water and just swam back up, and then I'm pretty sure because you know their superpowers, their superpower now they just kind of scaled the wall back up, like just back up wall climb. Well, Trini did yeah. that earlier in the movie. Yeah, and so like, like kind of like yeah. Spider-Man. Yeah, and so I think that's what happened. I'm pretty sure that's what happened. Pretty they sure. Until they get because, their suits yeah. later, where they just kind of bust through the water, and just fly up and like land on the thing. What they had their suits, so. No, I'm gonna give them a pass for that. They had the suits. Yeah. Uh, so then you see them go back home to the individual lives and kind of realize that they need purpose in their day. Uh, like you get Trini with her mom, you get Billy with uh, trying to kind of uh, sinking in the Zeo crystal idea, uh, and then you see Zach kind of go hang out by himself, and uh, Jason with his dad, and you kind of see like their their life kind of thing outside the suits and stuff which you don't really ever get with the show. So we got more of the suit, like the, the characters themselves. And uh, you see Trini's mom's kind of crazy. <laughs> it's a little, I don't bit. know. I, I, I kind of, uh, like, I'm, I feel like Trini's pushed her mom with the wits ends about yeah, being, be, yeah. being a father of a daughter. It, all I see in the movie um, it is a concerned parent because all they want to do is communicate with their daughter. Yeah. who's not communicating. And all she wants is for her parents to understand her. But yeah. how can they but understand her if she won't communicate? Like, and, yeah, and like it's a it's a problem. Like it's a serious <laughs> problem. Like teens, teens, even adults have today. Yeah. Even then, this way I saw it today. Communication is a key issue in a lot of relationships, and so without communication, you're kind of boned. And I'm pretty sure, and one either one made push back in something, and it's all kind of spiral of control there, which it happens. Like one slip up can make or break the whole relationship. It can be like that. Like heck, I, I know people who have issues with their own parents because their parents just don't understand, and the, you know, every time they try to explain it, it doesn't work out, and vice versa. So yeah, but you get to see more character, like more actual human interaction between the characters and the parents, which is flipping awesome. And then you, then we get the pit scenes, which are hilarious because Alpha has some of the best one-liners, <laughs> and then uh we try to like they have 11 days before rita gets there to explain what rita is what's going on there brian crash is like this head on the wall kind of thing and i like this new idea they had for the head on the wall kind of thing that was pretty cool and uh so uh yeah okay so we uh we we got back to uh to the training and so they're trying to like get motivated like it's been, like four or five days i can't really get motivated and alpha's like and they're like can you throw us a bone and i was like i got you and we, this is the first time we see the Megazords or the Zords. We see the Zords. And so <clears throat> the like, it's motivation, like throwing up a bone, give them a little motivation. Like, Hey, this is what you can use. If you get your suits, voila, done. These awesome, really cool dinosaurs. Awesome. And they're leaving and Zach stays behind and Zach takes his Mastodon Zord out for a joyride and almost gets a bunch of nuns killed, comes back in and almost gets his team killed. And this is what like, okay, this is my point of contention right here. So he busts back into the ceiling, right? Okay, so he busts back into the city. Okay, so he does that. All right, remember this. He busts this. There's a big gaping hole in the wall there. Okay, remember that part. We'll come back to this in a little bit because this is like one thing I'm really mad about. <laughs> so he almost kills his teammates. Jason and Zach get in a fist fight, and Billy stops it and morphs. He's the only one who's able like to show that he can overcome his like inadequacies with his friends and like figure out who he wants to be and morph to help them. And voila, and then he demorphs and sort of like do it again, like because they're like Billy can do it. We need to keep training. We have to fit. We have to finish it because they're all frustrated. And so they're like do it again, and they can't do it. He's like we're done. Bye. (laughs) 
get out of here because he's he's mad. Oh, Zora's pissed. Oh, yeah. And so, like, you can tell, like, they're still having problems talking to each other. Like, they're still having problem communication problems. So then we have the bonfire scene where I don't know where all these kids, like, are going to stay at this bonfire. I get Zach. I get kind of training kind of thing. But what about Kimberly? Uh, Billy, what about his mom? And what about Jason's dad? Like, I'm pretty sure they're all kind of know what's going on here. Yeah, well, Jason's Whatever. dad might be out, you know. He, he might well no because his, his boat's in depot right now because oh, yeah. like no, the dead body's been found in that boat <laughs> another subplot for rita we'll get to rita stuff in a minute but rita's awesome but we'll come back to her when we get done with this we'll kind of review rita real quick and so they have this really weird subplot where you find about zach's tragic tragic backstory that his dad not being around his dad dies or his dad's not being around at all his mom's super sick and you realize that he's just acting out the way he does because it's the only control he has. That's it. That's it. And like, you're just like, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> and you find out Jason didn't really want to be a football star. You find out Billy liked country music, which <laughs> is adorable. I, lo- I love Billy. You're so adorable. Uh, and you find out Trini's a, uh, a lesbian. Cool. Awesome. So, the first confirmed, you know, gay character in the whole series. Awesome. And it's Becky G, which ugh, I don't really care for her as like an actress. Whatever. Moving on. <laughs> but Kimberly refuses to say anything what her problem is. And so you see the four who talked about the problem kind of mesh better together and Kimberly's still the odd one out. So we uh we move on from there. They're starting to get a little better. And then we have this really interesting scene where uh, Rita attacks Trini because she's the weird one out, apparently. Whatever. I think she just had the thing against the Yellow Ranger, probably. Maybe. Well, Yellow Ranger was the the one, the alien that you first see die. In the beginning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's the first one you see die. So uh, maybe we'll yeah. go with that. Maybe she so, had history with that. <clears throat> maybe. Uh, so we have this. Uh, we have this really interesting scene where Rita just chewing the scenery, beating up Trini, which is hilarious. <laughs> like just going on the town on this woman. I'm like, oh, <laughs> wow. Okay, let's move on. <laughs> and so uh, she writes a deal with her, like you give me the you give me the Rangers and you give me the Zeo Crystal, you all survive, kind of thing. You live past today, whatever. And so she goes and she calls a meeting with all the other Rangers, and they still can't morph. The only one who was able to morph was once was Billy, and Jason makes a bad call, and it shows that he's still faulty, like he's not perfect at all. None of them are. Because even Billy's like, I don't think this is a good idea, but everyone's like, let's go do this. We should be ready. We should be able to do this. And even Trina's like, I don't think we're ready for this. Because even she knows she's not ready oh, for she this. Just tussled yeah, she just Rita. got her she ass. Had... She, she, yeah, she's got she just got her butt kicked. <laughs> so yeah. Oh, but Jason makes his bad call of like, we're here together. We could we could take on anything. And Jason was wrong. He was very wrong. And Rita kills Billy. <laughs> so spoiler so warning right now. Part of the whole movie. Because you care about this kid. He's been like the yeah. sweetest kid ever. Like, you love yeah. this kid. He, he dies. <laughs> uh, he's drowned to death, which is a terrible way to go. Oh, my goodness. Terrible way to go. And they had a Jesus moment where they carry him back to the command center. Okay? Or to the, the command ship. They carry him back. And this is the part that irritates me without any doubt. Okay? So, we saw Zach bust the hole to the roof to the command ship. Okay? And they walk back to that crevice in the ground where they jumped to the damn water. <laughs> with a dead body. <laughs> Why don't they go to the hole that Zach made earlier? What happened? Well, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, why would they? Have like, to why would they go back to the water? Yeah, it's a great scene. Don't be wrong, but why would they go back to the water? <laughs> and then you had this moment with uh, with 
Jason and Zordon, where they're talking, and you can clearly tell Jason's destroyed because of this, uh, because he lost this one person he knew who had complete total faith in him just for being a you know a, a human, not a football star, not a leader, just a human being who cared about him. And like you see them all kind of take their step back, going, "Oh, hey, we're friends. Like we should be caring about each other. Like we we need to have this moment where they uh, they activate the morphing grid." And up to this point, like everyone kind of knew Zordon was going to come back through the morphing grid when they activated it, so he could take the leadership position and kind of be awesome. Billy comes back through. So apparently, in the movie, in the movie universe, even though the Power Rangers universe has some weird physics and weird things, so apparently the morphing grid can overcome life and death. And Billy comes back through. Apparently, if you're and... part of the morphing grid, whenever you die, your soul. Yep. Apparently, this is how we're going to do it. And we comes it's back. Power Ranger and... Heaven. Yeah, we'll go with that. <laughs> so Billy comes back to the morphing grid and comes back to life. And just, ah, oh, just a moment of, oh, you're so happy because it's Billy, man. It's He's back. And Zorda gave up his only chance to come back to life. So he's stuck in the ship forever, which, okay, cool, whatever. <laughs> like that, that was going to happen either way. Like we knew this was going to happen. It's going to have to happen. But Jason said, like, you, you failed your team. Let me lead mine. And that was a great moment. And so uh, Rita found out what the Zeo Crystal is, which has the best product placement ever, Krispy Kreme. Krispy Kreme. Where is Krispy Kreme? I must find Krispy Kreme. <laughs> it's the entire movie. I love it. And uh, okay, so uh, they morph. The first actual morph. And it is really cool. They had that scene with the walking out of the command center. And I think that looks wicked awesome. And they jump back to the water to fight the putties because it's all coming to a head now. Wow, <laughs> all coming to a head. And they just give a beat down to these putties. And uh, they're like, oh, it's way easier with the suits on. <laughs> really? Well, <laughs> duh. <laughs> so beat down, and then we get the uh, we get into the beat down, and we see Goldar for the first time. And Goldar is just creepy, but all good reasons. I love it. There's this big, humongous gold being of just molten hot lava gold. <laughs> yeah, I kind of really cool wish that he had like he was an actual character, yeah, and but just a possessed gold statue. I don't think we need another character though. I really don't think we could have handled another character in this movie because we already had the five Rangers. We had Rita and we had their parents and everything else going. And uh, Alpha and Zorda were both characters. That's that's a whole 10, 11, 12, 13 characters right there. I don't think we need another but character. It, but if, if it would have like carried yeah. on, like the series would have carried on, it'd be nice yeah, to yeah. still have like Goldar in it. Like in- that that would have been a lot of fun, but I don't think we had room I for it. I would have loved to see Zed. I would love to see Squat and Babu. <laughs> I want to see them in this movie. I mean, this movie universe like fits in for them just fine. They're they're two comic relief characters who are kind of evil. Would have fit in just fine. Okay, so we get to see the Megazords, and uh, we get to see the Megazords fighting, and then we uh, we don't we can see them that in the entrance scene where the Megazords are running into the into the town. And this is what irks me the most is they get this amazing scene. We get the original soundtrack going from the first movie, and we get this awesome soundtrack them running through and billy's running backwards and like messing everything up and i'm like he's on the spectrum he's not an idiot he's not dumb he's just on the spectrum he would have figured out how to run his megazord front forward facing forward because you know they're on autopilot basically what why did they never mind whatever and really he's cool the scene. smartest person on the team yeah, smartest person on the team like how are you not figuring this out <laughs> but i think they set it up earlier because he couldn't drive so he's just trying to figure out how to drive kind of thing but yeah we'll go with that we'll give him a little bit of a break because he's such a great character altogether. Mm-hmm. going 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 fights get some uh get some comeuppance they destroy a bumblebee and jason gets to save his dad 
So his dad and Jason have a great moment where he's like, Scott, listen to me. I'm right here. And like, that's when you see the his face kind of figure it out. Like, oh, oh. And voila, you're good. And so he says his dad, which I'm pretty sure what like Jason needed the most was to have his dad like have faith in him again, but not being in faith of like just only football, like having faith in him as a human, as a hero. Voila, he got that. And voila, you got this great moment between him and his dad. And uh the Rangers go and fight off Goldar. Uh, they get the Zeo crystal exposed and like all this other stuff. And there's this great moment where like they're trying to fight off Goldar, still in the Zords by themselves. And Goldar's just really overpowered. Like he's a human uh, humanoid, fully overpowered, just knocking these guys back. And Jason's like, "We hold this line. We're gonna stay right here. We're not gonna let him get the Zeo crystal. Plain and simple. They keep knocking it back. Keep knocking it back. And they they start getting like defeated. And there's this one line where uh, Billy said, uh, "Who was it? Billy said, no, Jason says, I'm not. We're not dying alone.'" And Billy's like, "I'm okay with that, because he's with his friends, the only friends he's ever had. He's not gonna die alone." And I was like, "Not gonna cry. Not gonna cry. This is a sad moment." <laughs> and they get knocked into the zero, the pit, and they come back out of the Megazord, and because the Zero Crystal gave infused some power and. Voila, Megazord, voila, and there's a wreck shop. But they didn't know what they're doing. The first like step, like they fall, full even a moment with a fuck face, face first, gets back up, wreck shop, done. Rita Goldos defeat it, and they slap Rita into space. <laughs> <laughs> so uh this kind of synopsis of the whole movie, not really the whole movie, but pretty much the big Basically, seven points yeah. of the movies. And um I know we kind of got a little long-winded on that one, but yeah. I kind of want to explain to what the movie was kind of about and like where like these big moments were where these characters got really developed and like they hit hard and you're like, dang it. And they had these moments in the movie where like you see them talking to their parents and stuff. Zach's hanging out with his mom playing chess with her. Uh, Trini's talking to her little brother and her little brother twins, little brothers about how the Yellow Ranger might not be a dude. <laughs> Voila, that's really cool. Kimberly doesn't give a damn about what's going on at school anymore. She doesn't care. She's done with that. She's gotten past that. She's moved on. Uh, and Billy's, Billy's hanging out with his mom. And, like, they go hang out with Billy. And, like, his mom's super excited. Like, the, the, his, her kid has friends, which I thought was great. And then Jason and his dad had that moment in the, the end of the movie where he saves him. And then, like, he's going in. Like, he looks at the fridge. And, like, early in the movie, they had the fridge. Uh, there's, a, there's a newspaper clip on the fridge about jason being the golden boy like throwing his life away but then he like at the end of the movie the the clip's gone and a new piece of newspaper articles up about the red ranger because he knew like he figured it out he's like right ranger but they're not gonna say anything <laughs> so uh yeah so that just you got more character development and there's a lot of people who got mad about this movie because you didn't get as much fighting in this movie as you would have gotten in any other power rangers movie um Honestly, though, pretty much you got about the same. <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't a TV episode. It was a movie, and I really liked how we got character development in this movie for Rangers and like how they lived their life outside of the suit. And I know that some people didn't like the suits. I think the suits look cool. I liked Bill Hader's Alpha. I love Zordon. Zordon was great. He's a failed leader. That was just amazing. And they they take that to the comics now. Zordon's a failed leader in the comics now. Like he, he wasn't a perfect leader. Spoiler alert, by the way. <laughs> He's not a perfect leader. He has his moments. And I like how they 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 gave him that felt like everyone in this movie has failed and or will fail and or has died. <laughs> and like I feel like it's a much better movie than the other two movies we got, which were basically hero complexes for Tommy. 
<laughs> Basically, I think I yeah. think the show eventually, you know, Mighty Morphin kind of developed yeah. that that Tommy complex where mm-hmm. you know, everything really had kind of to annoying and... kind of revolve around him. He's perfect. He can do no wrong, even though mm-hmm. I'm sure he's killed people with the uh, Dragon Zord. Pretty um, sure. But... <laughs> uh, if you really weird, we we get the entire conspiracy theory about how he's cheating on Kimberly the entire time. Like in the in the episode we we had with Casey. If you want to well, post it somewhere. <laughs> he was already kind of getting getting frisky with Cat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, he was the, getting the fr- dear super John. We we had this John nice conversation about how uh, him and uh, Aisha hooking up. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay, but that's besides the point. Uh we can get that later if you want to watch the video. It's great. I I, I did a lot of editing for that video. I, I had a great time doing it. But uh, yeah, so we we see these ranges fail, and that's what I like the most is we have these heroes who are flawed and they're not flawed like alcoholics. They're not flawed. Like, uh, they're, they're flawed humans as humans are failed, like flawed. They're, they're not perfect at all. And I really like that. And I like how it's like a teen series movie that explores different concepts than like the normal one of like maze. Don't worry. Maze was good. Hunger games. One, two and three, not four. were good. One and two were good. Like it, it's the same vein as that. Exact same kind of vein as that, where they kind of just focused in on the characters a lot more than they did on for the actual like show, like for the, the, the concept and stuff. They focus on the characters. I really like that because we got to see characters be characters. Like we get to see these kids be kids and grow up together, like become better friends. We get to see that, and I love that. And it was great. And it was it was. It's hard to describe it to someone who's not a Power Rangers fan, but you get to see the Power Rangers not be Power Rangers and get to be humans. Because all up to this point in the, the whole Power Rangers series, you see them just being Power Rangers. You don't really see them outside of their Power Rangers suits. So you, like, you do, but you don't really see them outside of it. You get these starting episodes where 15 minutes of them fighting you know, the bad guy. This is you know an hour and 30 minute movie where an hour of them is being outside the suit, being humans, being failures. <laughs> well, the best part of Power Rangers in general like what what brings you know the kids is the suits it's the zords mm-hmm. you know that kind of brought me but you know power rangers has always been about you know the the message the story mm-hmm. what did we learn what did this character learn and so they kind of took that to a more real scale not like a, a fabricated yeah uh, not, not like <laughs> a psa um yeah uh, where, where you're gonna get hurt like all these characters got hurt like all the time they kept getting hurt constantly and they no one got away from it at all no one like jason woke up with a broken knee uh you know everyone got hurt during the, the pit battles like people were getting hurt uh him and jason zach and jason have a knockout drag out which was awesome <laughs> um trini and uh, trini and kimberly like got in fights constantly like they they you know they don't like each other at all and like it was it was it, it was you get to watch these characters grow from being like bad people to good people, <laughs> like slightly better people than they were, like growing into better people. And uh it wasn't all fabricated. Like you said, it wasn't fabricated. It was it felt more natural. And uh, it's kind of why I like the writer and the director's like path on this idea, where they're like, Oh, hey, we have this hour long of filler before we get to the suits and everything else like the last 15 minutes where we're gonna have this knockout drag out battle goldar let's make these characters likable or at least let's make the people care about these characters because we have time let's build these characters up and like uh turbo <laughs> where it's like oh hey justin's here oh <laughs> <laughs> rocky fell yeah he hurt his back even though he's done worse things 
Like, oh no, they have Larigo there who could heal body parts. How can yeah. they not heal the back of, of a single ranger? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, or why they have to go to a mysterious planet to get new powers, even though, you know, they have Ninjor and stuff and the whole idea behind the first movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I, I like this movie. I, I like the idea, the concept in the power coins. I like the concept for the Power Rangers that they're a legion of heroes instead of just one set of heroes. There's more there's more Power Rangers out there. Uh the Zeo Crystal was not just a uh, MacGuffin. It was kind of MacGuffin, but it was like a source of life. So there's more Zeo Crystals out there. Uh there's more Rangers out there. There's there's a whole I really, really, really wish we got a sequel to this movie. I really want to explore more of this universe. We did get a comic, but it stayed very Earth-centric, and it was kind of annoying. But I did like the development we got in the comics, uh, or in the comic for the Rangers, where you get to see a little bit more between Jason and his dad, uh, some more conversations with Billy and Zach, Trini and, uh, Trini and Kimberly becoming more of a friends. I do like in the comics, they kind of wrote out Becky G as Trini and put some generic person in for her. Like every other character looks like the actor, but Becky G or Trini does not look like Becky G at all <laughs> whatsoever. Like and she's so short. Yeah. <laughs> this person look. This person doesn't look right. I do like the fact you know you get to see their faces in the helmets. Like they, the the helmets come back, you see their face in the helmet, which I kind of thought was weird on the Megazord, but eh, whatever. Yeah, I I did like. Um, did you know that uh, this is Power Ranger topic, but it's kind of off topic, but mm. with the original first Power Ranger movie, they were actually going to do that to where the, the masks oh, yeah, yeah. did not have the visors, and then they're like... It looked ridiculous. Looks because, so <laughs> we'll put the visors in. <laughs> it looked ridiculous, but I did like how the mask opened up. It was really a uh, Ninja Storm kind of feel to it, because the, the visors opened like that, too, for them, which is really cool. I like kind of like the callback between him, him and his, like Jason and the Red Ranger's dad kind of thing. Callback. I feel like there's a callback to Ninja Storm a lot. <laughs> uh, you got a mentor who's stuck in the body he can't really control. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I, feel like, uh, I feel like there's a lot of callback for Ninja Steel in this movie. Uh, not Ninja Storm in this movie, but uh, I, I do want to talk about one other uh, one of the character, which is Rita. We didn't really talk about her all yet, uh, and we'll we'll kind of wrap it up after that because I know you know you want this, this episode not to run super long. So. Yeah, because we're going on almost an hour, and then I have a thing after. I only this. have an hour and a half to talk about. So okay, we'll we'll wrap this up and make it real fast. Okay, Elizabeth Banks. Okay, I said this earlier. She nailed Rita good. She is over the top the entire movie. She's over the top. The every scene she's in, she is beautifully over the top, and it's great. Including when she like wakes up from the dead. Like wakes up from the dead, voila, Elizabeth Banks as Rita. Evil wants gold. You, you know her motivation. She wants gold and Zeo Crystal. That's all she wants. Like she portrays Zordon awesome. Like doesn't bring it up again. Doesn't need to. She wants gold and Zeo Crystal. That's all she wants. That's all she wants. She doesn't yeah. give a she doesn't care, she doesn't care about anything else. Way. She knows what she so. wants. And so she's going, collecting gold. She's beating up people constantly, killing people, getting gold out of the fillings and stuff to reshape her staff, which, okay, her putties were terrifying. These are completely soulless, like monsters, no real faces, nothing. And they're overly strong and just destroys everything in their path. I thought that was cool. Not these like in the suit kind of mud face looking <laughs> people. No, no. <laughs> Full on. Uh, Actual enemies that could hurt people, and they like wrecking shop all day. Thought that was cool. Goldar, kind of really wish he was a character, but I did like it. I like him as the big, humongous, golden, a molten beast of a thing. That was fun. Uh, so yeah, uh, Elizabeth Banks, she was too good for this movie. Uh, so was Brian Cranston and Bill Hader. All three were way over the top of this movie. Loved it. They they didn't need to go with this hard for this movie, but they did. I loved it every second of it. 
awesome. Uh, I did like the fact that uh, the Rangers got outside powers, so they like super strong, like very durable Rangers now. Like, so like uh, being Rangers of this universe, you have to be slightly stronger, a little bit more durable than an average human, which I thought was kind of cool. I, I thought it was kind of interesting. The, the, the power coins gave them a little extra umph. That was kind of cool. Um, well, that's kind of how they were in the show because yeah, you know they were able to to fight. Um, mm-hmm. Without without any any assistance or not not even have to learn yeah. anything, you know, power their zords. I did like the fact that they had to do training montages for this movie that they weren't perfect out of the gate. Like they couldn't just go and fight a buddy and like win. No, they had to learn how to do it. <laughs> that that's uh, that uh, that well, because you're thing strong was doesn't mean that you know how to do. You know, yeah, you might be strong, but <laughs> you ain't gonna do anything. Good luck. Uh, I did like all that. I loved all that stuff. Uh, uh, there's like there's a couple things I didn't like about this movie. Becky G, I thought, did not need to be this movie at all. She was completely terrible. She brought down everything around her. I hated it. <laughs> I, I didn't mind Becky G. My only issue with her character was, you know, as a parent of a yeah. preteen, um, her parents just wanted to understand her. Yeah, but she was such a smug character the entire time about how she was so much different than everyone else. And I thought, but she really wasn't. I I thought her character like. Anyone else could have played that off better than her. That's my thought. Even uh, Kimberly, like the the girl who played Kimberly, uh, uh, Naomi, Scott. Uh, yeah, Naomi Scott. She went on to do Aladdin, and like, okay, she wasn't super great at Aladdin, but you know, she was the best part of Aladdin. <laughs> no, I love Aladdin. That's my favorite uh, Disney live action movie. I like the cartoon. I like uh, the cartoon, but okay. To be fair, we're not going to get into this. because I have oh, a huge yeah. amount of beef with that movie. <laughs> and well, uh, maybe Gilbert we need to do that one so that way we can, we can <laughs> uh, argue that. But uh, Gilbert Gottfried died recently too, uh, so all the all the main ca- actors for that movie passed on. And uh, dang, okay. But besides all that, um, yeah. So I do like the fact that uh, the uh, the Ranger cast were all white. They were different colors. So we had the white, you know, Jason was like really the only white person there. Naomi Scott's a different, like she's a Indian, Egyptian, American. I can't remember. Well, like, she's not American. She's, she's British too. Yeah. But, uh, so she's, she's off white. Um, Becky G's off white, Hispanic, Asian, black. We got different color people, which is a lot of fun because the original cast was a black guy, an Asian guy and three white people. Well, and uh, the, uh, <laughs> the, black, the black and the Asian were... <laughs> stereotype colors. So. <laughs> the black ranger is the black guy <laughs> i love like the interview that uh oh, they have uh walter jones has and they're like so did you ever find that racist he's like no one to be fair with you thought about it <laughs> it took us about a year till we realized it was a little racist <laughs> we were just so excited it was making money oh <laughs> uh, well, okay. even to me as a kid like i i i didn't didn't, didn't think, you didn't think about it either. you're like oh the black guy's the black ranger that makes sense yeah, yeah. Now you think about it, like, oh, that's like, why whenever wait. they replaced, when they placed the actors, like, well, let's, let's kind of switch it up. I did like the fact that they made Billy slightly autistic. That was a really cool thing. Uh, they had the the first lesbian ever in a, um, or the first gay character in Power Rangers, which was pretty cool. Uh, to be fair, like, I thought it was kind of boring. Uh, that the whole subplot was kind of a little boring, but I did like Billy's autism spectrum kind of explainer too, which was pretty, pretty good. And uh, Jason and Billy, Zach, just all the characters really worked for who they were. And uh, I get Zach. I, I hated Zach the first time you see him. Like when he's just being an obnoxious little kid. <laughs> he's being obnoxious. Very no- and so you find out what his actual problem is. Like he's afraid to go home. And I was like, mm. <laughs> the feels. 
Uh, okay, but yeah, I, I know this this has gone a little long. Just be kind of like rambling about how much yeah, I like this okay. movie. It's okay. it's <laughs> and, it's, uh, it's a great movie. Yeah, it's it's a good movie. It's not a plus. Don't go expecting an a plus movie. Go in expecting like a B minus movie, and just be pleasantly surprised. Go in watch Elizabeth Banks. Just be bananas. <laughs> See, see my philosophy going into any of these kind of reboot, um, you know, sequels or or whatnot is, you know, I try to lower my expectations and try to see things for what they are. um, Because, you know, you have a lot of Ghost or Power Ranger fans that didn't Mm -hmm. like this because it wasn't what they wanted out of traditional Power Rangers. um, Same as with um, probably a bigger point of contention, Ghostbusters 2016, Mm -hmm. which... I might be one of the five people that love that movie uh, for what it is, but most diehard Ghostbuster fans, fans, you know, in general, hate that movie. The the way I don't know why, right? Yeah, so yeah, I I love it. Like, I love it. It's it's not like it's an okay movie. Like I've seen it like a few times, and it's okay. Like, eh, it's fine. It's serviceable. (laughs) That's where I go with it because I'm not the biggest Ghostbuster Ghostbusters fan. Like, I, I. I, I didn't grow up around it, so I'm not like I grew up around Parangers, so like obviously like my my whole office is decked out PR stuff and Gundam stuff. That's my cup of tea. But Ghostbusters, I do enjoy it. It's okay. It's just not my cup. Like it's it wasn't my biggest hit movie. So like when you say in the 2016 movie, like you know you kind of liked it. It was not terrible. I've seen it. It doesn't bother me. It's like meh. It was fun. The Ghostbusters one was fun. Ghostbusters two got a little weird. Ghostbusters three, which is the 2016 movie. It was fine, and then the new one after after math afterlife. After, afterlife. I saw that I one. I was like, I, I was sitting watching. I'm like, okay, that was fine till like they almost wrecked Ector one. After that, it was it got good again. But that jump scene with that, okay. But, Anywho, we're talking Power Rangers. Power Rangers jump scene. So. Uh, I feel like they jumped the shark at some point in that movie, and just the Elizabeth Banks and they killed off Billy and they had these really hard hitting moments where they wrote it really well and they directed it very well. And you can tell every scene was deliberately set up how they want it to be set up. Like the director did a good job. I I feel like they could have had an extra like 20 minutes of that movie because it was an hour and like 20 minutes. Something They could have gave it 20 extra minutes to kind of explore the characters or even give like two more fight scenes. Yeah. Cause there was nothing in this movie that, didn't have to be there. Like there was no yeah. filler. Like it everything was, was part there. of the story. Yeah. We, we could have had like an extra 20, just an extra yeah. fight scene, like an extra like battle scene, like women getting their suits, a little bit longer of a fight scene in the suits, maybe a little bit more like practice with the Zord, something like maybe like just a little bit more or like a little bit backstory with Zordon and the, the yellow Ranger from like way back in time, like a little bit of that, just or, a little or bit more like a, a, you know, she, she was able to <laughs> erect a smaller Goldar. So they fought him. And yeah. then, you know, they defeated him. And so grow. then she had to make the monster grow later, you know, make it bigger <laughs> once she got more gold. Yeah, know. I would love to see a, uh, <laughs> uh, like, Zordon and Rita just fighting it out for, like, a good three seconds and just, like, slapping each like, ah, slapping each other. <laughs> but, like, they, they, pulled the, uh, they pulled the Godzilla on us. They gave us Brian Cranston for the first 10 mm-hmm. seconds of the movie. They killed him off. And I was like... <laughs> well, they killed him off faster than Godzilla. <laughs> I know. It was, like, done. <laughs> they gave us some voiceover work. Yeah, well, and kind of facial <laughs> capture, you know. Uh, but yeah, so uh, the short and sweet of the movie is the short and sweet point of the movie is uh, go in expecting like a B movie, be pleasantly surprised, enjoy the movie, uh, enjoy the movie. Whoa, that came out weird. Enjoy the movie, have fun with it. 
don't be uh don't be overcritical. And if you like the series and you want more of the series, go watch the series, go watch the first two movies. And if you want more of a uh older version of the, the characters, like more of a down-to-earth kind of character idea and stuff, watch the, the 2017 movie. You might be pleasant surprised if you haven't seen it. If you haven't seen it up to this point and you're like listening to me complain about this or like talk up about it, what? <laughs> like if you if you came here listen to me on this show and you haven't seen this movie yet, go watch this movie, no, please. If you have watched this movie and you want to complain about more, come find us at our Discord server at discord.zutahero.com. <laughs> and tell to our me. faces. That's right. Come at me, bro. <laughs> 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 All right. But anywho, so so that's that's our our take on Power Rangers 2017. We both loved it. We both have different different issues with a it. A few things, <laughs> but 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 we had a good time. Like I I I love it every time I see it. So um, every time it's on, like I, I can watch it. Like I'm not gonna watch it every single week, but I, no. if it's on, if I have a craving yeah. for it, I'm gonna watch it. I'm gonna watch yeah. the whole way through. Yeah, <laughs> it's 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 got a lot of rewatchability. Uh, there's not joke. anything that you don't catch the second time because yeah. you 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 get the whole like it's it's yeah. a simple movie, but it's it's just great. Yeah, it's not it's not Tenet. <laughs> no, it's not Tenet. It, but uh, but it, it's, it's a it fun just, movie. It's a it's a it's a fun movie that if you just want to feel happy at the end of the day, yeah, you know, go see it. Uh, exactly, I agree but, there. So, uh, yeah, we're going over an hour, which is more than I wanted to, but, uh, but it's okay. We had, <laughs> we had we had a lot lot of fun. Uh, I feel like Power I gave more jokes to Billy than of you. <laughs> Yeah, well, that that was just that was a we probably should have rescheduled that for another night. Um, but not not him. It's 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 not him. It's me. Um, no, it, that that's what they all say. Which is <laughs> that's what they all say. What's really just him? No, no, no. I no that that, that episode was well, yeah yeah it was. Yeah. Anywho, the episode. Anywho, Anyways, so we uh, are cutting this. To, yeah. Oh. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, uh, I'll keep my 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 spill real fast uh, to make sure we're good. Anyways, if you want to catch us more on more of me, the the funny guy, this guy, hilariousness over here, and his brother. Hit, uh, yeah, that's right. And my not so funny brother. <laughs> uh, hit us up at Zero to Hero. Baker uh, Rangers is part of the Zero to Hero network on Apple Podcast on Spotify. Uh, everywhere you're going to find your podcast at, you're going to find Baker Rangers and you're going to find Zeo to Hero. Find us there. Hit us up on our YouTube channel at Zeo to uh, uh, YouTube slash whatever, 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 Zeo to Hero. <laughs> Search us, look us up, have fun with it. Uh, hopefully, Ben links it down. It's in our link tree it as will well. Be linked. Um, and uh, everywhere else, uh, if you like my content directly, what's wrong with you? <laughs> I'm not that funny. I think I'm hilarious, but I know I'm not funny. Uh, you can follow me at Not So Funny Gem across the board, and uh, follow us. Follow the the Zero to Hero show at Zero to Hero across the board, including on TikTok. Finally, Billy finally changed the TikTok handle to Zero oh, to Hero. Okay, so proud of him. He makes me so happy. <laughs> uh, but yes, um, follow us everywhere: Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Uh, follow us. Have fun. Enjoy yourselves. And come on back, uh, watch, listen, watch more of Baker Rangers. Come watch some of our stuff because our stuff is really good at a uh, really well edited because I'm the editor and I'm actually I, I'm having a good time editing all this stuff. Actually, I'm learning a bunch of cool stuff. So Much better you're going to see that. all of our stuff. <laughs> slightly better than your stuff, slightly better because I have a little extra time to do my stuff. That's true. I will catch up. Yeah. yeah you, you'll get here. Don't worry. You got this. I believe in you. At least somebody does. <laughs> I care about you a little bit. <laughs> I, 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 
I care more about your belief than your care. You don't have to care about me. You don't have to. Okay, okay. I just believe, believe in you. Okay. In me. Yeah. All right. I'm going to send you a card that says, I believe in you, and just be like, this is not valid in any of the 50 United States. <laughs> I'm going to have to move to Mexico. Augusto, <laughs> <laughs> believe in you. <laughs> Augusto, believe you in uh, two. <laughs> Pretty sure you I just butchered all zone. of that. Yes, you did. <laughs> I do not know Spanish. <laughs> Sorry for my Spanish speaking. If you or speak Jim. Spanish, yeah, come at me. Don't come at Ben. Come, come over, say hi to me, and be like, "You said that all wrong." And I'm like, "All right, cool." <laughs> no, I'm not no. so funny. No hablo español. No hablo. I no hablo inglés well either. Come on, I know what I'm about. That's true. All well, right, I don't guys. think anybody really speaks good English nowadays. What? Me speak English good? What? <laughs> I speak American. Donald be speak English. I'm from America. Anywho, America. so we're kind of this to close. He just told you where you can find Zio to Hero, where you can find him and all his stuff, and uh, watch more of Baker Rangers here on Baker Rangers YouTube, Baker Rangers Podcast, where you find your podcast. At I'm on TikTok at Ben Joe Man 2004, B E N N J O N E in 2004. Uh, that's not going to change on my TikTok, um, but you can also find me on my link tree, which I will be changing because it does still says Ben Joe Man 2004. I'm going to change my link tree to Baker Rangers eventually. Ooh. So, yeah, and I got a merch store. So yeah. it's in my You're doing better tree. than us. We don't have merch yet. You, you, yeah. You're rocking on, man. Do it. I was going to wear my shirt, but it's in the dryer right now. So ah. I'm wearing my hat to cover Dang. my whole head. Don't worry, so, I, I wore a Star Wars shirt. It's all good. I wore Star uh, Wars tonight. It's all good. Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for watching. If you watch this on YouTube, if you listen to this on Zero to Hero, or if you listen to this on Baker Rangers, thank you very much. And as uh, Zordon would say. Come at me, bro. Exactly. <laughs> That's exactly If you enjoyed this episode of Baker Rangers Movie Talk, please check us out on YouTube and wherever you find your podcast. And also check out our host, Zeo Hero, wherever you find your podcast at zeodahero.com.